The Where's My 40 Acres podcast is recorded in front of a ratchet studio audience. Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm me, I'm representing for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech, the revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. What is good, everybody? You are listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast. I'm your host, Phenom Black. I'm joined by other co-hosts, Twan Burgundy, Silent X Media. And finally, it took some magic. It took some sorcery. I had to promise my second born. Good thing we might not be having one. And we finally got... <laughs> Wait, I was going to say... Wait, we're thinking about a second? No, no, it was a joke. Let the joke run. Just let it be joke. <laughs> let it be joke. Because to other people, it doesn't seem to be a joke. They keep trying to push that. I don't that think idea. it is. I feel like that's going to happen. Nope. <laughs> Whole lot of stress. Already. Listen, look at it this way. I let the first baby speak and it was loud. So I don't have to do much now. That baby spoke. <laughs> that, that lack of sleep is real. Okay. That shit puts you in dementia. But as y'all can hear, Deidre's back. So what's good, man? What the fuck? Um, you know, COVID got me working. Very, very busy at the hospital, especially of course, um, after the holidays. So um like I tell everybody, do not get sick because I definitely know we do not have any ICU beds. It is a madhouse. And then on top of that, especially nurses, like you being a med nurse or you have some specialty like ICU, they're going out to travel. Like you can get travel assignments making over a hundred dollars an hour. And they're leaving. <laughs> I mean cake. Get the bag. A hundred thousand an hour. Get the bags, play the play the GameStop stock market, get rich, <laughs> bow out, retire, smile forever. People are paying off mortgages, cars, you know. So it's, it's just bad. Well, we are glad to have you here. And like, we couldn't do this episode without you because it just wouldn't work. We've been doing Where's My 40 Acres since 2010. So I feel like it's only right that we be the podcast, the hip hop podcast specifically, that does a best albums of the decade. This is so, list. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> already. So let's let's talk about this shit stressful, bro. You know, right. so you already know. I initially thought this was going to be ten albums, just you know, any genre of the decade. Of that music. shit was hard yeah. enough because I yep. had. I remember we did like last year. We did like each year. We kind of went through all the albums and stuff we liked, and I remember I wrote down a lot of stuff. So that kind of helped me just to drop, not a whole lot. So then at 12 something this afternoon, when I got that bombshell, of, oh no, bitch, it's just the rap album. <laughs> and it needed to be ranked, which really just, you know, um, I, I, I mean, listen, I'm sorry to, to, it just makes formatting and running the show easier. 
if we have them ranked. Your rank don't have to be real, but none of us are going to put not, up a fake rank. It's so not it's going hard. To be. <laughs> it's hard. We can't not do it, right? We're like, I'm going to read my own list and get mad at myself. I already know that. Uh, we oh, all yeah, are. What was this nigga thinking? I've already, you know, made peace with myself to know that this list is not really real because <laughs> it was so hard to. I have been revised. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> To choose want to choose them to put them in ranking order or even in a list. So I've already made peace with myself to know that, you know, what is said. I, there still are a vast more albums that I you know think are like one of the best of the ten. But okay, so clarification. It's now fifteen. I'm not sure if you caught what? that text. <laughs> What? It's 15. So wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We said 10. And then we said 15 in the text. We said 15 because it was in the chat. That's how I found out about it. Because me and Brandon were talking about it, and, and 10 was hard. It's just too hard. Like, it's too hard. Yo. It's hard as hell. Sacrifices. <laughs> So bring well, some look, of them back. Bring some of them back. Bring them man. back. <laughs> bring now, back. I to, now I have to go through a whole process of who who's worthy of an extra five. Listen, you need listen. Yeah. You need to pick. Uh, you need uh, to do a quick five pick, like you're doing a starting five to go out on the court for practice. The and bring hell, them back. Yo. Just bring them back. Bring back five. I even have an honorable mentions list going on, DJ. This is how bad I'm going through it right now. I, I, see it made it easy for me because i already had like five or six oars for each number after five and then when i was like can we just add five more i was able this to drop some make down it hard for me so, i when we first started doing this i made a list by year of albums mm-hmm. my initial list was 120 oh nigga no wow <laughs> So that was my initial. That's, so That's a lot. Because I, I want. I was like, I it's don't comprehensive wanna, though. I didn't want to miss stuff. Like I had a guy. Sure. I had a lot of people, and there's a lot of people who I love as artists who have put out multiple albums this decade. Who ain't my nigga? Movie. We could put nigga. fucking or <laughs> Kendrick albums on this list. Easily. I will. I will go ahead and I will drop the first name of an artist that I was sad none of his albums made my list for best of the decade. 15, 15 entry spots didn't get one. Uh-huh. Mac Miller. I mean, it was. Yeah, dog. Mac Miller. All the genres, so I had to make hard choices. Oh, you had to make hard, hard choices, choices. DJ. I was <laughs> cutting things left and right. DJ, so. out here, DJ out here being like, "Who lives and dies?" But that, <laughs> but like, that, I just realized an album that was on my list came out in two thousand nine. But bro, that hurt. Like I was, I was trying to find a spot for a Mac Miller album for so long. I was like, listen, if I move this and then I multiply it by two or raise it to the power of twelve, I'm, maybe I could fit Mac gonna, in uh, here. And I couldn't do it. I'm I just gonna, couldn't do it. I'm gonna tell you something about who didn't make my list. Start with a C. Uh, Schoolboy. Okay. Me too. He's on my honorable mentions. Yeah, I was stuck honorable there. Honorable mentions him. for Oxymoron. It's probably number seventeen for me. Yeah. It was, it was, this was, yeah, Schoolboy didn't make my list. This was difficult. This was not this easy. my heart. Cause this that's my dog. Not easy. Not easy. Like, the, when I look at my list now, this is a lot of, I have a lot of, you hit play and walk away. Albums. Nigga, yes. If it, all of them. All of them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now some of these, because the cool thing is, when I got to it, I had to realize, hold up, man. 
This is your list. <laughs> That's what changed it for me. My bottom three are lists that might not make other people's lists, but this is my list. Yeah, this, on there. yeah this is your music. Like, what motivated you? You know, what are you listening? That to? really was a game changer. This wasn't like we're the objective, <laughs> like harder, but I mean, Library of Congress <laughs> list or some shit. So I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna like try. I'm gonna try my best to explain this for people listening real quick. Um, first off, I want to apologize for the um quality of the audio right now. We had technical difficulties, and it just this is if you listen to the past episodes, we are all usually clarity as fuck. But this is just we just need to get through these lists. All right, we've been working hard to put these lists together, and we're not about to spend another five hours to fix technical issues. Fuck it, y'all go just. And also, my internet connection is jacked up. So, um, when I was thinking about this best of the decade, what y'all said, I think is is like the most appropriate part. This is our list. This is not a list about what albums were in Pitchfork's top three every year, what albums made the most money, which albums had the better singles that year, which albums had the most TikTok dances to them, which albums had the most streams on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Music. That All of that stuff is popularity. For me, that has nothing to do with, if I'm, if I'm talking about music from a decade, I go, hey, bruh, but this album right here, and I press play. When I think of lists like this, this is the shit that I'll be like, I'm gonna play for my kid. This is the shit that I'll be like, I'll let my, I'll introduce my yeah. pops to. Like when he's like, I don't know about the hip hop stuff, and then I play one of these albums, and he's like, okay, okay, that's so nice. I have ratchet online, so just oh, me too, dude. No, yes, no, that, that played a part he in my list as well. Too, so. Yeah, that played a part in my list as well. Albums that I actually saw performed live. Like those experiences played into my list of how they made it on here. Like it is a personal list, but also because of the way we discuss music together and the way we listen to music on our own, I feel like our lists deserve respect. Like people have been listening to us talk about hip hop for 10 years at this point. So when they hear but, us listen, list stuff, they're going to be like, I'm going to okay. tell you something right now. Objectively, we know what we're talking about when it comes to hip hop music. Absolutely. Objectively. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i'm putting my foot down on now there let, let me tell y'all something right now there is no motherfucking push a t on my list <laughs> like, at Surely all. Not. if you at know if you know all. you know and, uh, <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you another one and y'all should already know this though there are two other artists. No, for the record, I love Pusha T. Shout out to Virginia. No, I don't. I don't hate Pusha T, but he's not on this list. There are two other artists no. that are on my list either, and I usually went back and listened to Born Center. Just to make sure. Lamar and Kanye West, right? This nigga's stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, he. I, it's J. No, no, no. No, it's but <laughs> well, first of all, Nas wasn't even a contender. It, it, like that it, it, wasn't even coming up. Them, but no, who are you talking about? J. Cole. Look, I'm gonna tell you right now. J. Cole didn't make my hundred twenty. Dang, I mean, I agree with that as well. But J Cole and Rhapsody, Woo. Rhapsody, neither of them. And what's funny is, oh I, yeah, come on, nah, nah, But nah, when nah. I when you Definitely. Google when you Google best albums of the decade, decade, they're on there. Rhapsody and Cole are on there a lot. And for me, they weren't on there at all. I went back and I listened to Born Center. And let me tell y'all something: people saying that that's his best album have issues with women because that nigga constantly Woo, has issues with women on Born Center. Like he don't do nothing but talk down about women on Born Center. He is a whiny ass bitch on Born Center. And every nigga that says that is their their favorite Cole album, I'm judging you. Okay? I'm judging you and women are not safe around you because you constantly feeling like you should be king even when you sleeping on their couch. Let's be real. Mm. 
Okay? So, that nigga did not make Message. the cut. That nigga got cut. He did not make the cut. Not going to sit here and do this with people. <laughs> Fucking push a T and J. Coles and get the fuck out of here, yo. Plus, I'm 36, <laughs> nigga. Like, you serious? I'm 36. I'm not listening to J. Cole for advice music, for advice rap. Advice music. It's one thing to just like the shit and whatever. It's just some some ear candy or whatever. But like people are like, man, J. Cole's dropping jewels. And it's like, no, no, he is not. <laughs> he has never done that. <laughs> that is not what he does. I'll tell you someone else who didn't make my list. ASAP Rocky. He did not make my list at all. Man, he's, I know. I wanted to fit him in there, but I couldn't. Because his, like, when he first came on the scene, that was, like, heavy when we first started up. And, like, that blog rap era, ASAP was the king of that shit. But when you look at the whole spectrum of music that came out in that time, it just doesn't make the top 15 for me. Either. Now, that other nigga he was rapping with? I'm still Ferguson? I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence of if he's gonna make it. So we gonna have to go through my list, and he might. Or he yeah, might. I love Ferg, man. He's not on my list, but I love him. I love him. And for me too, the list. There are people on this list who do have some subpar albums, right? Mm-hmm. But definitely, it's really like like I said, you know, for me, it's like your feeling and your moment, especially like when you first heard it, and even subsequently afterwards, like. You know, you should be getting like that. This is my shit moment every time you play it. Absolutely. Whether you play the front to back, you mix it up. Like, this, these, these are your anthems almost in a sense. And, like, another thing is, too, like, if this was, like, top 10 or top 15 artists of the decade, then somebody like Rocky probably would make it for me. Yeah, I least. think Rocky would make it. Then his you don't necessarily have to have an album that's in the top, top 15 if you have three that are in the top 45 or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, influence is outsized compared to somebody who else might be on the list and only put out, like, one album in this decade, but it was excellent. You to know? be quite yeah. honest, you would have to put Post Malone on your list if you were talking about best rappers of the decade because his influence is insane. I would even have to put Kid Cudi on this list. I'm not Man. putting neither of their fucking albums on yeah, my list. You though. have to put Cudi on there. Cudi, yeah. Drake, obviously, uh, Rocky, like those type of dudes would be on the list whether or not I put their albums up in the same rarefied air that I put some of these other ones at. Which is what's weird about hip hop, right? Like you can have a hip hop artist who is a huge fucking phenomenal star across the world, but ain't got one classic or even five star album in his repertoire like don't have absolutely and and that's because the quality of the music they make is more on uh i got singles i got hits not on i made some shit that's gonna transgress through like 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 the that's brother Aubrey right time. there. That's his thing. Like he's the king of pop. He's better never brother like Aubrey. brother Aubrey. Brother Aubrey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um. Oh my god. So Deidre, are you ready to start at fifteen? No, I have one more. Okay. How much time you need? No, no, no. I'm. I'm fuck it. So are we gonna do Here. each of our fifteens? Like nah. Like, we're gonna we're gonna start. At, we're gonna. Okay. My bad. My bad. Let me let you finish. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like. We start at 15, each of us give our 15, we go all the way down to one. And yes. after that, we do all our honorable mentions and what just other dope ass. No, I don't have additional discussion. Hold on, hold on. Don't you don't have to. One. Everybody, everybody calm mention, down. But like other albums that didn't make the list that we know were dope though. Okay, first off, first off, this hurts. is this is the way this is the way that I, <laughs> <laughs> this is the way we're gonna do this. Uh, I've thought about this a lot. This is the way we're gonna do it. We're gonna do what Twan part of what Twan said. We're gonna start at 15. And each of us are going to give our 15. And then... Oh, fuck. Damn it. Sorry. Okay. And then <laughs> I'm going to actually pull up 
I'm actually because we're doing the decade, I'm going to go through the different years as well and just mention some other ones that possibly could have been there from that year. Right. Because right, I, I got I got a, like my hundred and twenty list. I got up right. Oh, now. yeah. We're not doing all your honorable. Yeah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. It's set up by year, too. Yeah, and that is nice. I will say that is very comprehensive. That's very that's good because we're going to start with 15, but we're also going to talk about the year 2010 while we're talking about 15, 14. And yeah, we're so so we're going to was a great year. We're going to start like that. All right. So first, let's go ahead and let's get everybody's 15, starting with Deidre. Since because <laughs> you just finished, <laughs> are, we, are we starting with we just go do round table number 15? Yeah, yeah. Round table right. yeah, okay. So I just want to say this is not ranking, this is just <laughs> yo, all, <laughs> of, all this ranked. preliminary is dog. Y'all shit is not ranked, it's, it is, it is ranked. 15. That, that was that to, was, get this the, number 15. To, to get this number was hard enough. So my stuff is not ranked. It's fine. Um, it's fine. It's okay. Whatever you say, it's 14 less good than the other ones you say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's not, but okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> calm down. Um, Take a breath. Okay. Currency pilot talk. Okay. 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 All right. Nice. I, look, okay. look, I just thought you were going to be drop, dropping the spade card right at the beginning. Right. Like, <laughs> I you gonna be... No, I mean, but it's just. This is not ranked. It's just Deidre. It's here. okay. It's fine. Like, no, this, this it's, is your list. Listen Deidre, to that passion in her heart. She's like, I don't want niggas to come for me. Yeah, this ain't my not, real I, list. It's just, it is my list, and it's not ranked. That's all. That's all. Man, <laughs> I I love currency. He did not. He didn't uh, make mines either, man. I tried. I tried really hard. He's I'm listed directly in my honorable mention. Hold up. What? Uh, I don't know. I'll give us what say. So. DJ 15. 15. We should put this on the on the group later. Just have our list up there. Um, okay. So when do y'all want Twan, you want to do that since you mentioned it? Damn it. You put you put <laughs> your you volunteered yourself a new job. So I'm proud of you, buddy. <laughs> I didn't want to type it. I, bro, I've typed enough today. Uh, but luckily, my good friend Antoine is here to take care of it for us. So thank you. That's gonna be one long uh Yep. <laughs> on, the, on Facebook, like in the I'm just saying, you might want to make poop you writing books on Facebook. You man, might want to pull it. up an Excel sure sheet, bro. <laughs> just you could type the list in like a notes app and then screenshot you know them. No, they are getting this in a podcast. They'll have this for. Oh no, not wow! Nah, no, you can't shirk your responsibilities. Are you one of those? I type with my my pointer finger. Oh yeah, no! What's your WPMs, nigga? What's your WPMs? Oh, wow! <laughs> Last time I checked it, it was between fifty and sixty. It's not that. Oh, you good? Yeah, you good, man. I type reports for. I'm forty five words per minute. You better than me. I type reports for a living. All right, he's stalling, nigga. Stop stalling and give us your fifteen. <laughs> what's your fifteen? Right, no, number fifteen for me. Oh, hold on, hold on, real quick before we do this, let me. Hold on one second. I, wow. I went to type Mike and Mick came out. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So Deidre's was pilot talk. Go ahead, Tuan. My number 15 was originally number 12. Now it's number 15. Okay. And now that I think about this, I'm, I'm going back and forth. Is everything going to No, you back- can't think. Just do it. Everything will get All a backstory? Right. Number, 15, number 15 is Flower Boy. Okay. Y'all stressing too hard about these. All right, Mike, what's yours? Uh, Apollo Brown and Guilty Sense and Dice Game. 
Oh, wow. Ooh, that's in my honorables. Okay. That's in my honorables. Wow. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just upset everybody. <laughs> my number 15 is uh, nothing was the same. I'm putting Drake on my list. He made it. Oh, snap. He made it. I mean, he made it. Yeah. <laughs> he made it. Yes. He made Drake it. Mine, baby. <laughs> Drake. He made it. He made this it. This is the old time Drake. This is old, I, can, I can say for certain, this is the old time Drake that's going to be mentioned this podcast. He made it. Good <laughs> <laughs> for him, brother Aubrey. Yes, brother. brother yeah, Aubrey didn't make my list, unfortunately. He made it. I do remember when we, when we, um, damn, he made we it. We were doing an eargasm for that. And it was divided. I did too. Me, oh, me and Brandon loved that album. Drastically <laughs> divided. They were take care fans. Everybody else was like, "This album, no." <laughs> we loved. I listened to it. Look, I listened to it like earlier this, like a couple months ago, man. And all them beat flips, like he had fifteen of them in the, in the first four songs. Shit is fire, bro. <laughs> I mean, forty did his thing. There is no denying that. Forty went fire, bro. Off now. Like, I'm sorry. Hundred percent. The shit's there, fire. There's no apologies, Brandon. <laughs> no apologies. Yeah. You gotta say that shit with your chest, bro. Also, J. Cole oh, tried to J. Cole tried to do the same type of opening that Aubrey did on Board Center, and he didn't do it well at all. <laughs> he just didn't. J. Cole said that's the album he he does not like. Of course he doesn't, because it's what he wishes he could do with an album. That's what 2014 was supposed to be. But he I don't remember got a 40. Since, I remember in the interview, I think that was Combat Jack, but yeah, he said that that's the album he does not like at all of them. Yeah, well, fuck him. So, um, I hope I never beat <laughs> 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 no. Okay, uh, there. 2010 had some dope projects. 2010 had some yep. dope projects. Um, one of them I'm not going to mention for reasons, but it's like on your list, you know it is. Um, but like Wiz Khalifa did. Well, we we have I to do a mixtape list. We have to do a mixtape list that year as well, but like, um, yes, I wanted to do a mi- mixtape list. That's next. Mixtapes is next. So, um, I would advise you if you have something that was a mixtape first on your list that then became an album, I would tell you to hold it for the mixtape list. And I have done else. so. I specifically <laughs> did not put this album on this list. Is rolling. Come on, man. You can't, you can't do that now, man. You can't throw that in the game. No, no. <laughs> Listen, I took you, two records off my list because they were mixtapes first. I did the same. Nope. If you Ooh. if you use it here, you cannot use it for the mixtape list. I'm letting you know That's now. That's fine. Okay. I, that is fine. I'll be, okay. I'll be fine with that. Okay. So <laughs> um man, Lord. So uh in twenty ten, let's see, we had um Murs and Knife Wonder did for Never, and that was the last Murs album I heard. Um <laughs> I mean, that had the song with him talking about fucking that stripper chick or the porn star that he was with. Um, Reflection Eternal released their second project, Revolutions Per Minute, and I would have considered it if Talib Kweli wasn't a whole face dickhead. So that's not happening. Um, Royster Five Nine did Street Hop, which actually was not a bad project, following the stellar mixtapes he's done. Um, Travis McCoy tried to break out, and he did Lazarus, and that wasn't it. (laughs) Like that just. No, that shit didn't hit. Man. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> um, Bigfoot, Big Boy did Sir Lucius Left Foot, and I still the think that's a dope album. You got to put the whole name. Oh whole my name. bad, the Sons of Rico. That, that was dope. I thought it was a dope project. Uh, as Deidre mentioned, uh, Currency started the Pilot Talk series. I think he did both Pilot like Pilot Talk one and two this year. That year, and then he did three later. So. Um, Bun B tried to come back without Pimpsey and he did Trilogy. And Trilogy's not a bad he album. He did do that. 
but it didn't it have Pimp C on it. So it's not as I good as the EDK album. Yeah. Bon Jovi has a mixtape out. I just noticed it yesterday. Wow. I did oh. not listen to it. But uh, Raekwon tried to do the 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 bane the bane of hip hop album sequel hip hop albums, which is stupid. And he tried Having to do, said that, there's some amazing production on that. Album. Only built for Cuban links two is one of the best attempts at a sequel album oh, in hip hop. It's a solid album. Yeah, it's very. Solid. It is. Um, Blue tried to return on a very reissuing jazz front with her favorite color, which was the album that real underground hip hop heads who listened to Blue knew about. Oh man, I remember that album. Yeah, yeah. For New York niggas, y'all had something from Fabulous, so congratulations. I don't know what it was, but congratulations. <laughs> he said, "I don't know what it was." <laughs> uh, Black Milk did Album of the Year, which Black Milk does not have a bad album in his discography. So now, or a bad beat. Yo, I had to keep this album off of my list and I hated to do it but Ski Beats started the 24 hour karate school series that year and yeah, my that was, god that was almost on my top I forgot about that album man it's so good yeah Ski Beats got beats that nigga you know, I don't think I heard you. that actually I'm surprised Deidre and maybe this is on one on your list but like Sky Zoo and Illmind did live from the tape deck in 2010 it's almost is that an album, album album? It's an album. I always think of it as a mixtape because of the album cover. Oh, no. I, I mean, I bought that from a store. Yeah, somewhere. so did I. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my donations box, actually, because I'm just getting rid of CDs. Not because it's whack or anything. Um, Knife Wonder Keep did... Uh, <laughs> Knife Wonder did It's a Wonderful World music group. That was a thing. Hey, yo, if you got good rap CDs... Maybe send me some of them because I'm working for a radio station now. We need hey, files I and have shit to add to the archives. Mike, everything that was dope from the last ten years before I stopped buying albums, I have in a box downstairs. All right, so, we got to have a conversation later about that. Yeah, too. we can definitely do that. If you want them, definitely. I'd rather give them to you than donate them straight out. Cool. Um, hey, I'm gonna try to get some good uh, shit played on radio. Come out with Teflon Don that year. Did he do Teflon Don in 2010? Can we talk about my number 14? <laughs> All right, I love that. I love that, Mike. Uh, Yellow Wolf did Trunk Music, which he should be uh he he deserves awards for because everything he did after that shows the slow downfall of a man that might have a serious drug addiction. Do Yellow Wolf and uh Machine Gun Kelly, two white dudes who's like, you know what, we can do rap, but y'all all they always wanted to be indie rockers. I was like, y'all should uh, just came in like that. Here's the thing. Machine Gun Kelly is corny. So, yes, definitely. I mean, he, he Very has, much so. He has never not been. Yeah. <laughs> I've told also you, true. I've told <laughs> you my experience with Machine Gun Kelly, right? Like, I shot one of his shows. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. Any guy who takes pants from an underage girl, puts them on, and then invites her back to her to his van to get her pants back is not cool. Let's put it like that. Uh, nigga, what? Right. All right, well, so all right, number fourteen. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was yikes. Number fourteen, shit. Number fourteen, Deidre. Oh shit, shit. Um, shit, shit. It... <laughs> Not one shit, but two shits. Oh gosh, I'm so what? Why I'm so nervous? Um, Dolly Lincoln Way Night. Okay. Is that a mixtape? That was her sacrifice. Wow. That was one of her mixtape sacrifices. And what did I tell oh. y'all? Whatever the name was saying. DJ, it's on the <laughs> list. Now, I will say that is on my list, but it's later. 
earlier. That's on my that will that will obviously be high up on my mixtape list of. The yeah, I, I pulled that one off. Lapse. No I, pun intended, but that's I just pulled that. Like I pulled that one last minute and saved it for the mixtape list. No, you didn't tell us. You just come up. So you literally had us preparing the whole day, and then we get to the game. We had to shoot around. You're like, all right, rules change. Like listen, what? Listen, Yo, it, it, it's staying on my list. This list is stressful already. It's staying on the list. What's a What's a good movie without a couple of twists, my nigga? Listen, <laughs> you gotta drop. It. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, Mike, what's yours? Oh, Teflon. Uh, that would be Teflon Don by Richard Rose. Okay. Okay. Uh, Twan, what was yours? Tw- oh, my number 14 is Diaspora by Goldlink. Mm. Ooh. You know, that nigga's nice. not really loved in the streets right now, but mm. I'm still good, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. He ain't loved in the streets, but I can put that album on from start to finish. It's up. Okay, so... This was difficult. The lower numbers are more difficult for me than the top numbers. This was difficult for me. Because um, I listened to No One Ever Really All Dies. Was difficult for me. And I was like, I love NERD's No One Ever Really Dies. Like, that is yeah, from it's a beginning really good to record. End. Especially live. But then I was like... The band, but then I was like, it. something that niggas had been asking for Premiere to do with Nas finally happened with Royce. With Royce. Yeah, and we got Prime. The Prime record. I, I really, that's in my honorable mentions too. I'm like, Prime man, is so fucking dope, right? But yeah. Prime is a duo album. And there was another so duo what? album that came out the last 10 years that Prime is just not better than. So my You number, can have more than one duo album, bro. You, you can, but I only added one. And okay. well, it, actually, no, I have two. So um, my number 14 is Watch the Thrones. That is, is Jay oh, and Kanye. It didn't make my list, and I debated about it literally up until we started recording. It, it I understand didn't make my list, and I did not debate about it. I, there it is. I listened to Watch the Thrones last week, and I was kind of blown at how strong that album still is now because I haven't listened to it in mm-hmm. years. So what I, I knew it was going to be. On my list. I'm telling you. Yeah, I knew it was going to be on my list. I was like, I have to fit it up. When I add, when we added the last five, I was like, I can do Watch the Thrones now. <laughs> so, no, I still listen to Washington. It's still a good album. It's a, it's a, it's a good ass album. I think they, I mean, it still got some of my favorite songs by either Jay Z or Kanye on that album. Mm-hmm. So, number 13. 13, 13. Where's my 13? <laughs> well, you get to go first, nigga, since you're looking for it. You already started the well, process. Because y'all be talking about mixtape lists and stuff like that. But my number 13. Okay. It's good old Freddie Gibbs and Currency, Fetty. Fetty. Okay. So That's Currency made banger. the list then. That's a good one. I listened to Fetty for t- two years straight. It came up on my Spotify as this is where you're, this is what you still listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sign right there. Yeah. Okay, so Mike, what is yours? Mine is No Love Deep Web by Death Grips. Ooh. Say that again, because I've never heard it. In, it's called No Love Deep Web, and okay. it came out in 2013, and it is, I think it's their best album. It's phenomenal. I got to see them play it live at Afropunk last year, and it was even better live. That shit. Death, Grip, Death Grips. Unbelievable. I need to listen to more. Like I listen to start with that album and then expand outward. It's probably their, they're not their most accessible, but it's relatively accessible. Okay. Um, so number 13 for me, like it's some things that I have to do when I make a list and I needed to have women rappers on my list. 
So I was torn. And the first, of course, I went to like Rico Nasty and I was like, mm, I can't listen I to this straight through. And then I would have put Room 25 up here, but like shortly after that, No Name started being a whole asshole. So I can't even go back to that. I know, but I can't even listen to it because her voice just annoys me. So you put Cardi motherfucking B in there. I wanted to put Cardi on here. I wanted Invasion of Privacy. Incredible. I did. I wanted to put Invasion of Privacy up here because I also had Telephone up here again from No Name. And that was before her her being corrupted and tainted by her ADOSness. So I was like, you know what? Invasion of privacy or telephone, what do I do? I ended up going with Whack World because Tierra Whack made a 15 minute fucking album that is what? just untouchable. We have, 13. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same 13. Both y'all got to say 13. Nice. <laughs> Whack World. She's in my, she was the first name on my honorable mentions because, man, what a beast. Tierra Whack made a 15 minute rap album that is unfuckwittable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And. It's true. The dopest thing that she did was she put it on vinyl, and it is full album on both sides of the vinyl. Amazing. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you can easily Amazing. do that, too. That makes sense. I bet you it sounds good as shit, too. You get the big-ass grooves on there. I, st- I still haven't done... I still haven't listened to enough. Well, I ain't gonna say I listened to enough, but I've gotten, like, fully, fully into it. I'm still... I like it, though. Yeah, I love I love Whack World. I about anger. Yeah, oh, I no. love Whack World. Oh, no, no, no. no I thought no, no. about anger management from Rico Nasty up here. I thought about it, but it's actually, so I like the album before that with trust issues or, uh, or whatever on it. Like, I don't, I yeah, actually yeah. not. I like trust issues more than I like what she has on anger management. Them Kenny Beats though. Kenny Beats got. Beats. I know. Whoa, Kenny. Kenny Beats got. Kenny beats. is the guy for this decade. I think he's gonna Dude, be like really uh, is. the really is. hip hop. That's yes. all, oh, you you see him. Um, Flip if I were a rich man for Flo. No, no, I have not. But I need to. This sounds great. Don't listen to that one. I think it's called. I think the song's called Roaring Twenties. But he flips. Uh, if I were a rich man from uh, Bill on the Root. What are you doing with Bear? And yeah, man, we, the thing is, man, Kenny's got the youth like worldwide. Like he be working with people all over the place. Locked down, man. All right, man. And his YouTube channel is heavy. Because wherever he streams, he has like just thousands and thousands of people watching him. Sure. He does beat contests on there. Like he'll like give people a sample to flip and then judge the beats and send them shit. He brings rappers on all the time. All right, yeah, cool. number twelve. So I'll go first on number twelve. Um, dude, this is where I got to make a decision now. I'm fucking torn. Um, fuck. <sighs> God damn it. So, God, I, I would have given this to Run the Jewels if Killer Mike wasn't a whole dickhead right now. I really would have. They're on my list. I would have. <laughs> I would know. I would have given it to Run the Jewels too because it is a phenomenal project and I think it catapulted their career beyond and it put him oh, where yeah, he is now. It's on my list too, so it's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? I don't even have to choose him. I can do Dirty Sprite too. Because that year that that album dropped, Ooh, that album that's a good ass year. choice. Fuck, I, I didn't I, think about I, that. I did not put that on my list of 120. <laughs> if this is your 12, Brandon, I'm just logging off. Y'all was the same. Y'all just think up. It's it's okay. That's Deidre. amazing. It's okay, Deidre, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw Damn. my ego bone. Who should be where Crit? Where he should? Who should be where Kendrick Cole is? But he's not. Crit's return to forever since they said it was an album 
I'm gonna give him the number twelve spot for Return of Forever. Okay. So you take so you take a dirty sprite out? No, I just can't DS2 pick dirty deserves sprite. It. If we had a seventeen no, and an eighteen, if we had a seventeen and an eighteen, dirty sprite would be up here, nigga, <laughs> for sure. Now that you mentioned it, it would get in the mind numbers. I think seventeen. I, right by school that was the hard part. Yeah. Monster, honest monster, know. dirty sprite two. Fifty uh, nights, like it was nothing just, was the same. Or uh, what is time to be alive? Uh huh. Oh, I just, I just know dirty. I just listened to Dirty Sprite like two hours ago. Let me tell you, I still know all the words. I still know all the beats. Of I course still know you all do. The hooks. Dirty Sprite is phenomenal. Yeah. Niggas, man, that's my joint right there. Yeah, it was, and it was hard because I was like, I gotta put. Is it gonna be Dirty Sprite two? Or is it gonna be Stay Trippy? And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that was a good well, one too. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that one later on in my list. <laughs> like, stay, oh man, it was hard to not have Stay Trippy. It's so many good albums. <laughs> That's why it was it hard. It wasn't hard to not have Stay Trippy for me, I tell you that. All right, so what's yeah. your number 12, Twan? My number 12 was Crit Was Here. Really? We both That's- did Crit at 12. Okay. Now the reason I did, I would tell you what, what made me because I thought Return of Forever, they Children of Another Crit World, was here because he re-released. Was he, he did in. like last year, right? Took four probably the best songs off the album because because of sample clearances. Country shit isn't on there, and some and other stuff. I still hit play and play that jump from start to finish. Okay, Children of the World still hits like it did in twenty ten. I, I tell you I that, like, buddy. Voices off. still hit like yeah, voices. Yeah, like, you could if you could if if ten years later you could take off three of my favorite songs, some of my favorite beats from Quick, and it's still a no skip, <laughs> and take it out, and I still hit play and go all the way to the end, just being like, "Yo, this shit is fire." I was like, "It has to be." It went from that's fair on my list to jumping up like twenty spots. Okay, <laughs> it's like work, there you go. work, my nigga, Mike, what's yours? Uh, mine is Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, because okay. I was thinking about this for a while, and if we're talking about just albums that I like, I have played that album hundreds of times. I never skip songs. Like, I feel like people don't necessarily always take Cardi B seriously, but that album is immaculately constructed. I mean, they, yeah, they, they did take it seriously. every though. single song on it. It's, it's a fire so, album. It's yeah, one of the it's, best, yeah. it is one of the best albums this decade, hands down. Album. It is one of the best albums this yeah. decade. And, it's and I just rap, keep coming back rapper. to it, so I was like, I can't deny that, yeah. you know. Okay, I I don't think we any of us have said, uh, this is how good we are. We know our, we know we're good because we know why these albums are up album here. Yeah, it doesn't really belong here. Nigga, like, you said your like, list was one hundred twenty strong. Bad? Really, I can't believe it. <laughs> okay, so Deidre, what is your number eleven? Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> make it three by eleven. Is... I know, right? <laughs> you said what happened? I said make, make it, it three, three for three, three with Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number. We're on twelve, right? We're on eleven. Eleven. <laughs> eleven. Did you do your number twelve? She did. DS2. Yeah, your twelve was featured. Never mind. Yeah, it's featured. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I have to. Cross. It is um, Tyler's Goblin. Okay. Ooh, excellent Ooh. album. And excellent, you know, excellent. I mean, of course, Igor. For me, all out of all of them, Igor is my favorite, just because it is very different. It is very honest. Because it's really, it's all really Tyler. Good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. God That's in his musically most adventurous too. Yeah. So, but then we are not doing you know anything outside of rap. So, Goblin for me, because it always 
always makes me remember when I first heard Goblin mm-hmm. and when I especially when I first heard she because she is probably one of my top five mm-hmm. and nice. just that and analog and just this was just something that's totally different for me to hear like it is it's up there so okay um my number 11 all right so I really wanted to put JID on my list for the Never Story. I did. I could not put him over Saba's Care For Me, though. That album hits me in a different way than anything else I think this that's come out this past up, Brandon. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> so um, Saba's Care For Me is number 11. I, can't, I still can't even find that shit on vinyl. It's $200 on vinyl, bro. Like, it annoys oh me gosh. so much that I can't get that on vinyl. Because it's a timeless... It, there are albums that come out over periods of time that no one did an album like that, and no one did an album like Care For Me, because nobody had the experience, or talked about it, or was able to talk about it the way that Saba was. So, yeah. that That's number 11 for me. Oh, I love Saba's album. Is it my number 11 now? Um, It could be you or Mike, but since you spoke first, it's you. <clears throat> I got over by the roots. Okay. That's a good one. It is a it's just a solid album. Like <laughs> like it shows the roots growth. It has like I love an album where somebody tells everybody who's gonna feature, like, don't fuck up. Like you mm. you you gotta come in the studio. We all come and correct at the same time. You know what I mean? Like what? Well, I think Blue did Blue did Fonte have two songs? Fonte had two Blue had two songs, I think. No, actually. Fonte Blue had two. one and Blue had Blue two. had two songs. But, but like Blue and Fonte were amazing. Here's the thing though. Yes. You also <laughs> have to because I was on Twitter at that time, you have to acknowledge the fact that Blue actually tweeted Questlove and was like, Why did you take one of my verses off of that album? I ate Black Thought. Like oh, on Twitter. Shit. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love it. This is a verse we will never get to hear. And Blue was upset about it. We gotta this. street harass uh Questlove about that shit and make him put it out. But he gonna put it out because they've been they've been doing um anniversary vinyls for a lot of Oh, I would love an anniversary vinyl of that. With with extra stories, because I already got one for things fall apart. Is that just, why he did the one for Do You what? Want More? Yeah, I got an anniversary vinyl for Things Fall Apart. There's an anniversary one for... Uh, I'm going to have to come to your house and steal it. Damn. That I pre-ordered. Yeah, man, it's just a book, man. He just, he just, he writes stories about it. And that's what I want. Oh, yeah. that's dope. The, the Roots liner notes have always been amazing. Yeah, Questlove is just, you get the junk, Questlove is telling you stories and then, like, unreleased uh, tracks and different mixes and stuff. Oh, nice. All right, so we we didn't get mics. <clears throat> Mike, what is yours? Uh, okay, this might seem like it's out of left field, but again, for all the reasons we mentioned, number eleven for me is Mike Tyson by Sean Price. Okay, I mean that was almost a solid project. On my rest, list. rest in peace. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're on ten now. We are on ten, and I we're starting with Mike. Team. Me? No, we're starting with Mike. <laughs> Okay, good. Number 10 for me is Wolf by Tyler the Creator. Okay. That's a good one. Wolf. And Deidre, since you was ready, what's your number 10? No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Um, Y'all gotta Earth stop King, speaking out of Shower Graves for Toys. 
Say that again. Nice. Ooh, Earth Games' first uh, album. Yeah. Yeah. Shallow Graves for Toys. Yes. Okay. Wow. That's their first one. That was the first album they put before. They released that before the couple of mixtapes too, right? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't mm. think they were on Dreamville at that time. No. Nope. That was right out of Spillage Village. All right. Yeah, like they weren't even signed them yet. I mean, it's it's their best one. Like they, and then I mean, just the sound, and I think especially <laughs> for me living in Atlanta and to hear that type of you know organized noise influence is is definitely up there. All right, Tuan, what is your number ten? Nice. My number ten has already been mentioned by somebody else, but it's Lincoln Way Nights by Stiley. All right, <laughs> that's why y'all <laughs> that were so mad. Just- that's how that it's so good. It's so, oh my god, it's so just, good. I was talking to Mike not too long ago. I said, yeah, like last that, week or so. The things that Rashad did with Bass, the way he used like Bass was another character in the story that this nigga was, t- yes, was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so this is my question: yeah, I mean, like, Is is Lincoln? Like, I don't know how Rashad good? didn't get like massively booked. I, I don't know that. how nobody was calling him and being yeah. like, "Nigga, like make these beats because these those." The beats were so. Rick Ross signed Stally, but didn't sign Rashad, which, in retrospect, is actually kind of insane. That's backwards. And, My question is: yeah, Is Ross would kill on those beats? Is Lincoln Way Nights dope because of Stally, or is it dope because of Rashad? Like, it's dope because of Rashad, in my opinion. We've seen I mean, it's both, definitely. Like they work extremely well together, but like literally, why would you not sign? No, both? no like, other project Stiley has done has hit like Lincoln Way Nights, and none yeah, of the ones he, he's he done afterwards he's done with Rashad. He was fitting in Lincoln he Way was Nights, fitting, but, yeah, the, but the production with them, and I think it's with them two, especially together. It's a blue yeah. and exile it, situation. It literally reminds me of summertime every time I hear it. Yeah, the, and the the uh, was it the Lincoln Way Nights uh, remix that had Rick Ross on it. Oh yeah, and that nigga was just flowing across that. Beat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, bro, you get all these floaty ass Justice League beats. Why not expand your repertoire? Like, this would be a match made in heaven. I don't. It's know. so obvious. I don't know how, man. Like, and then, then every every couple of hours, like Stiley would like his next couple of hours, he'll put he have one or two songs with Rashad, and each one of them not. And it's like uh, nigga, yep. y'all had. I don't know what this is y'all had together. The dream team right here. But shit, like y'all. Should oh yeah, that. like if this wasn't just rap, Rashad's um his his little soul album was going his solo joint. Yeah, yeah, that that was dope. Ah, uh, yeah, Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's my number ten. Like I don't know if anybody else has Stiley, but Stiley is getting on that list. Yeah, I, had I didn't put it up there because of the mixtape. Yeah, thing, I saved literally, it for the mixtape battle. That shit is fire. Yeah, undeniable. Um, for me, number ten, this was easy. It's uh Isaiah Rashad Sylvia demo. This was always going to yes. be on the list. That's a good one. Yeah, it was always going to be on here. It didn't make my list. I knew you would have it in your list, Brandon. But I, I mean, it's obviously right up there. Yeah, it's, it's so great. It's excellent. It's, it's it's so great to know that I know y'all because I kind of like everybody's <laughs> list is personal. It's just like <clears throat> you be like, yeah, qu- like that's a good album, and I knew it'd be on your list. Like, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So since I went last, I'll go first. This was hard. This was difficult. Pinatas or Bandana? I don't. Well, I had to make a choice on that too. I did, and I went with the album that has my favorite sample on it, and it's Bandana. Uh, Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lives Bandana is number nine for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Man, that was hard for me because neither one of them I was made my list. 
<laughs> but you did have a pretty good time up there. It was hard. It was hard. All right. All right. Then you I, have good, I have two pretty good albums in my honorable mentions. I would say my number nine has already been mentioned, but it's uh, mine has not. Uh, it's Saba Care for Me. Okay. Nice. So, so you just gonna That's come out your ten. face and put Saba higher on your list, and I put him on mine. Yeah. Yeah. Saba. yeah. <laughs> Top tier because there has been people in rap have have touched on grief and depression. Nobody made an entire album out of it. Yeah. And really spoke to some 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 real like all of the aspects of depression, like trying to find you know, trying to get with other people and trying to find that, just waking up and feeling just out of it. Like it's so like I I would I would share this album with clients and be like, <laughs> you will find something in there. Some albums absolutely should be taught in hip hop school. Like they should be. Yeah. And this is one of them. Yeah, I, I want to run hip hop school, man. <laughs> That's what like my do? dream job. Right? Maybe what it's time get, to retire. to get uh, accredited, y'all. Maybe it's time to retire. Right. Where's my forty acres <laughs> and do hip hop school? All right, uh, Mike, number ten or oh, number nine, actually. Danny Brown, old. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Danny Brown's on my list, but it's not for about- old. Just man, what an innovator <laughs> as far as like all the electronic sounds and stuff that he did. And I just love Danny, of course. Danny is a monster. And live, he is a monster. I still haven't seen him live, sadly. Saw him live in Canada, which, yeah. That sounds like it would actually be more lit. <laughs> Yadonda Square, Danny Brown, killing it at three in the afternoon, nice. <laughs> like pure daylight. Hey, that's called superstar status. If you can kill it midday while the sun is out, people can't see your lights Bro, and shit. That's how you know it. you really got something. Killed it, my nigga. All right, Deidre, what's your number nine? Um, Sky Zoo live from the tape deck. I was waiting for it. Excellent. I knew you was gonna have a Sky Zoo, <laughs> Sky, Sky Zoo, but I didn't know if it was gonna be Dream yeah. Deferred or live from the tape deck. Okay, <laughs> so live from the tape. Yo, deck. I realized <laughs> like I was listening to Sky's catalog earlier this week and he has a song with uh, West Side Gun and Conway the Machine mm-hmm. from like 2016 before I knew who the fuck they were. Holy shit, man. They were, niggas were spitting. All three of them just went crazy on that song. It's called Basquiat on the Draw. All right. So in um, <laughs> as, as Ava's making her noises and stuff. Hey, Spooka. 2009 was a year so like schoolboy q setbacks came out that year and that's still one of my favorite schoolboy albums that's one of the rawest albums of the last decade you could put it up against anything. you said in 2009 came out in 2000 my bad 2011 excuse me i'm in 2011 oh i was like that was not the last decade my, my g <laughs> also i didn't think that album came out in 2009 no it came out in 2011 that was me messing up i was very I was confused okay cool. number nine on the list but then um i don't know if y'all remember this but like freeway hooked up with status collector and they did that static free EP. And then he looks up later with, um, oh my God. Jake One. Brother Jake Ar- One. Or Jake One, yeah. Not yeah. Brother Ali, but it was on a Brother Ali. But that stimulus package joint. Freeway had a yeah. good run in the early part of this decade. Definitely. Jake One His is. His post Rockefeller work is very good, man. Yeah. Um, Jake One is incredible. That bro, dude don't miss. He bro. can make beats for like super mainstream people, he can make underground shit. Insane. I mean, he can make shit with Mayor Hawthorne. This like, man come on. underground shit. He made 80s dance music with Mary yeah. Hawthorne and did John Cena's intro. Like, <laughs> yep. It's just... <laughs> the versatility is unparalleled. <laughs> um, Apollo... Um, not Apollo Brown. Um, Who do I want to say? 
Oh, Saigon, after seven years of promises, finally released the greatest story never told, but we we didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't do anything. At first, Come on, baby, still slaps. At first, man, I thought you were really about to say my number eight is Saigon, <laughs> and I almost fell I out. I did, too. I almost fell out. Um, I almost fell out. Lupe Fiasco, after having a bunch of people outside <laughs> of Atlantic record, Records, did lasers <laughs> that year. Oh who did, who said, oh, did you say, Brandon? <laughs> Brandon, did you mention somebody? Yeah, Pupe oh. Fiasco. <laughs> I can't hear what you're saying for some that reason. That was such a, such a I bought that fucking CD. Dude, it's terrible. Dude, it's terrible. Remember, yes, the malarkey. The malarkey <laughs> DJ. <laughs> you know, you know a CD is bad when it goes into no, that space. Like that CD went into the um, what is it? The little pocket in my door of my car. <laughs> oh yeah, the word just random shit ends up the, doing the, the, Oh look, yeah, that's on it. Like like I came back like a year later. I went over there. And I was cleaning stuff out. I was like, damn, lasers. That's <laughs> no man's land. You'll never check that pocket. Never check that. That shit was. That shit was Oh. oh my god, that's so funny. To go from wow. food and liquor and the cool <laughs> to, that. to that garbage. Nigga People was that. Like, this nigga was like, free me so I can give y'all this good ass music and this way he came out. <laughs> he got beat up in the streets. That shit was so not the fucking business, dog. Just disrespect. Dis- dis- fucking disrespectful. Dog. Look, the, the label, look, after that, the label should have been like, we told y'all so. <laughs> We tried to honestly, Atlantic should have been like, "Look, this this is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> you not entertained? <laughs> Atlantic should have burned all the copies that had smoke coming out the top of the building. Like, we don't know what happened to that nigga's album. We don't know what happened to that nigga's album. <laughs> um, random acts drop. Oh, random that is so that funny. <laughs> That Random Acts album is dope. I still like it a lot. Who was any of y'all there with me on the phone interview we did with Random Acts? Or was that just me? I don't remember. I feel like I would remember that because I have not talked to Sean You've done so much stuff. I know. I don't remember. Um, 2011 was also the year that me and Deidre decided that, well, Deidre decided that Big Sean needed to be booted to the moon for Finally Famous. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that's when that started. Yes. Uh, (laughs) The whole's true. How how did DJ Khaled release an album called We the Best Forever that year? Like, y'all was already the best, but now y'all the best forever. Oh, good God. I still don't understand. I mean, I understand it, but I also still don't understand how DJ Khaled has albums, because he don't do nothing. <laughs> he don't do He's shit. He's just an A&R. Um, my nigga, my, one of my favorite niggas that actually didn't make my list, uh, Smoke Dizza, Rolling Stone, That's came out that year. Oh, yeah, consistent. Yeah, he, him and Currency good music. are my favorite too. Yo, it don't matter what they drop. I'm listening to that shit, bro. It's just gonna be. This will give you a seven point five out of ten or better every single time, no matter what, rain, sleet, hail, or snow. Now I'm curious mm-hmm. to see if this album makes anybody's list at this point. But uh, Fonte dropped "Charity Starts at Home" that year. I love that album. I do it's not, and I love the second. It's on my hundred and twenty, isn't that? It's in my, it'd be in my top 25, I think. I do not love that album. I feel like he was complaining on it a bit too much about fans. He was shit. complaining, but he complained was, really good. There was, a, there was a lot of complaining. Uh, what was that song he did? Was it, was it him, Blue, and somebody else? Uh, was it J. Cole? Because he did Silent uh, Story was a, too. There was a, I can't, there was a posse cut that was, that was fire. Was, it was him, Big You're Chris. talking about The Life of Kings and Evidence. Yeah. Him, Big Chris. Yeah. Yes. 
Oh, Evidence did Cats and Dogs that year, my two. Evidence was on a roll from like 2007 sure through like 11. Man, he was he was most slept. Cats on. and Dogs and The Weatherman. Were Weatherman both is a classic rap album. I'm yeah, sure he says Weatherman. The, is a classic the Step rap Brothers, album. him and Alchemist. That came later. Yeah, but yeah. There it were did, two, but it was still, there were two uh, Step Brothers though. Like, was that 2012, 2013? 2013, 2014, I believe. But then there was another gotcha. Step Brothers like. Don Tripp and Starlito also did a step right. Oh, yeah, that was Wait till dope. we get to the mixtape conversation. They've done four <laughs> of them now. This thing Scepter Brothers 4 came out last year. That yeah. was dope. Um, yeah, the dudes are fantastic I together. I don't know if I'm about to. I'm about to just listen for this mixtape junk. Like, this is we going Let me tell y'all something. I'm so sick of you fucking J. Cole fans. Do y'all realize that <laughs> this nigga debuted at number one? For Cold World, the sideline story. Does that sound like a number one debut album for y'all? To y'all? <laughs> Remember Jay I mean, he had a lot of God damn. Every time from now on, whenever I'm on Clubhouse and I go into a colorism room, I'll be like, you know how I know we got privilege? Because J. Cole got debut number one for the call, for the sideline story. That's not even a good album. Man. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember Jay got the beat flip. Uh, how you how you gonna be? The side person to get the beat flipped. <laughs> J. Cole. Jake oh, is old. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that I should mention from that year. That, oh, Black and Brown came out that year. Um, Black Milk and Danny Brown. This project. A <laughs> uh, nigga who was never going to make my list. Um, Ambition, Wale's Ambition came out that year. That is still his best project. But <laughs> he's not going to make my list. Um, Shout out to the area. Pack Divs, the Div came out that year as well. I miss those guys. Uh, I was just about to say that exact look, same thing. If we did, if we did mixtapes, th- like the first decade, that was such a that was such a good time. No, if when we we were going, that was I think peak mixtape era. Sir, honestly. when we do mixtapes, like, we say what two thousand seven to two thousand like what, yeah, the, the yeah. fifth uh, era, the two dope boys era. That was the switch in the back. Blog rap, man, that shit was yeah. Oh yeah, that was the change. Um, cool kids, pack them, all that stuff. Yes, sir. The um, Drake's "Take Care" came out in 2011. I one of the most overrated rap albums of all fucking time. Number 53 Ooh. album of all time according to Rolling Stone ever in the <laughs> history of music. Number 53. Like, there are so many skippable tracks on that. So many. Yep. He got. He got some. Fi- there's some fire songs on there. He got joints on it. He do. Und- he got jams. But also, there he is got skippables. <laughs> um, Childish Gambino's "Camp" knows, album. Right? Huh? Yeah, no. absolutely. Just Blazes. Yeah. Childish Gambino's just camp. Bla- he did just Blaze things. <laughs> um, he got a lot of flack for that. That was Camp, right? Yeah, Camp came out. Pitchfork gave him a 1.0 because they were some haters because he dissed them. He should have dissed them. They're <laughs> fucking whack. He's still a bunch of whack white boys. Um, and I think that is it. I mean, Common did the Dream of the Believer, but who believes that? So we don't have to deal with that. At oh, all. no, that was, that was oh. not it. I still like that album. Why? Why? And it's not a bad album, but also why? No, it's not a bad album. It's a common album. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Mike, did you ever hear MOP and Snow Goons Sparta? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Just wanted to You know, I'm an MOP fan. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's why I asked. I wanted to make sure that you heard. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. So we are on number eight, and we will be going into the year twenty twelve after we do this list. So, Twan, what is your number eight? My number eight Travis Scott Astro World. Ah, finally. A nigga that deserves a spot. So fucking good. That is my number That's eight. That's so good. Yep. 
That was an album. I, I always figure, I always try to sit there and be like, which Travis Scott do I listen to? And then I remember <laughs> yes. that Spotify was like, nigga, shut up. We already told you that for that whole year that album came out. That's you you listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, in 2017, you listened to this record the whole time. This you know? <laughs> like, Just this think about that. <laughs> like, you put a lot of time in this album. So, yeah. So, All right. So, um, number eight. Mike, what is your number eight? Mine is Juicy J. Stay trippy. Stay trippy. Finally made the list. Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. All do, right. do y'all remember? I don't know them. On Juicy J's website. My answer is going to be yeah, ho, no matter what you say. So, go ahead. <laughs> Juicy J's website had a game where you could like a little uh, like a little flash game where you could throw money at a scripper. I was hoping that was what you were gonna say. Wow. That is incredible. I did not wow. know this. Because that's how I heard the album. <laughs> oh like, my god, that's amazing. Bands, like, they had like they had like what was it like I think Bands Make It Dance that came out. And I don't know how I got to it. I don't know what link uh, what blog I was on and it had a little flash game. You could throw money stripper, but his album was playing in the background, and I was like, "This shit is fire!" And I went and got the album. Like, <laughs> that that's promotion right there. That's how you fucking promote. <laughs> that's the most juicy J thing I've ever heard in my life. They're Shout really, out to him, man! Wow. A true living legend. A living legend. How you fucking promote, dog? What year am I? In? Oh my god! Huh, okay. <laughs> All right, um, I'll go. So for me. Let's see. This was one of my decision points. This was like, when something has to go, something has to stay. So, um, Feral March deserves a mention for PTSD. Um, like, over the last decade. That album is still great. He was rapping his ass off. Him and Fonte have yep. the best track. Sure Probably the best, uh, the best duo track of the decade. One of the best. Oh, that song, PTSD, is still... Yeah. It's like, I feel like he really had PTSD when he was talking about it. He was, was, he like, was oh, spitting. Is- now, an album that I learned all the words to and helped me on all my walks. He also did get bodied by Black Thought on that album. He with one of Black Thought's trademark 32-bar features where he just comes <laughs> in and takes over the whole fucking song. He stole it. I mean, that's, that's the duo I'm talking about. He That's one of the best rap duo songs of the decade because Black Thought just came in and took it. Rapid Eye Movement like a motherfucker. Um, yeah, my God. Um, the album that helped me get walking a lot was uh, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. But, Man, um, I think that is another one. I was like, where can I fit it in? I people, can't fit it in, but I people love it. like um, and also Doris. I still love people that. People like Man. Doris. I honestly don't like Doris that much. I think Doris has like four dope tracks, but for the most part, I yeah. But those are my it. four favorite Earl songs, though. I get. I, I can rock with that, <laughs> but I feel like I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Was his lane like that? Is the raw sound stripped down? to lyrics and enough dopeness in your beat that Earl needed and then he really lost it with that another rap album shit or a rap album whatever the fuck. I want to go listen to it again because I really dismissed it out of hand when I first heard it I but like I want to give it another chance. But that's not the one that made the list either. It's Danny Brown's 30 because that shit is unfucking touchable as far as we going for lyrics. Danny Brown's 30, 30 is fire. It's a goddamn game changer with these niggas talking about they freestyle their whole album. You did, did you? Did you do as good as Danny did, my nigga? <laughs> because if you didn't, <laughs> the I don't want to hear it. Papyrus? Hey, he freestyled that? Yes. <laughs> Danny was off his oh, fucking Jesus mind. Christ. Danny was on Incredible. Shit, bro. What a champ. This nigga made a whole rap about drugs and classic drug using people who died. Rock stars. Like, 
Die Like a Rockstar is maybe actually my favorite Danny Brown song, even though I didn't put 30 on my list. But man, that makes Danny dissed them and respected them in the same bars. Like, yes, sir. uh, And he just, it was literally just one note on a synthesizer and then synthetic substitution drum break chopped up. And that was it. He still has like that. Uh, brown blessed the mic like a zuntite. Like that's the zuntite. Yes, sir. But about the size of a bonsai. So yes. I, oh, I, every time I hear that, I'm hyped. I am ready. You know like, what? I just realized something. White. He got people, so many punchlines on that album. Dog. White people hear Eminem the way we hear Danny Brown. That's why they're so obsessed with Eminem. <laughs> that's why only Danny Brown's better. So. Of the Detroit rappers, I know who I got at yeah. the top. Okay, I was watching this this random video on you on YouTube that was talking about hip hop. Some white dude was talking about hip hop, but he was talking about how he got in. I like how you dismissed like, some white dude was talking about hip hop. Yeah, some I can't think dude. of his name. I want to have his name, but he was nah, like, it's... "There's." He just told me he's like, "There's this random song because this is how he found Danny Brown." He's like, "There's a random song by some rapper. I I didn't even recognize a rapper, real underground rapper." But the person did a remix, and when they made the video, they did the remix kind of like the Bad Boy video. But it had, <laughs> it was the random dude, uh, Heems from That's Racist. That, that's Racist, yeah. Danny Brown, LP. Oh, it was uh, the Death Spot, the Mr. Motherfucking Esquire Hazard remix, I think. Yes. Or, yes. yeah, yes. that's what it was. It was, that's what it was. Oh, such a fire ass song, just yeah. random ass. Dog, that's what I'm saying. The block rap era, because it was Deathbot, who's a dude from New York. Heems is another dude from New York. Mr. Motherfucking Esquire, who's another dude from New York, who can rap his ass off, but really just didn't go anywhere with his career. And then, yeah, Danny and LP. That Huzzah remix is fucking amazing. I blasted the shit out of that when that first came out. Mr. Motherfucking Esquire is the one that shot the video, like, in a trailer or his kitchen, right? And that's, like, what that was, like, one of his yes, biggest songs? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. That dude is nice, man. I really am sad his career didn't take off because I thought he was going to be something. Deidre, what is your number eight, man? My number eight is also Travis Scott, but it's Birds in the Trap. Yes, Birds in the Trap. I mean, one from the title alone, but... (laughs) The title is incredible. Birds in the Trap be trapping. So we got a good Andre verse. Yes. Yep. That's what's going on. You got a Kendrick for me. verse on there that was fire. That, that great Andre yep. verse about the, uh, about the child murders in Atlanta. Bro. Mm-hmm. Bro. Bro. Okay, so 2012, which I just deleted because I'm a dumbass. Hold on. <laughs> Why did I just do oh, that? I got, I, got, I got a 2012 list for you. You got a 2012 list? What's the 2012 list? Oh, yeah, you got the comprehensive everything, bro. You got 120 albums. What's the 2012 list, my nigga? <laughs> Oh, in 2011, Absol's Control System came out, and I really still love that album, even though I think it was like Hotel Tinfoil Hat what? all the way. So that shit is. is still good. That was the last good one. Last good yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Twan, where's your list, bro? You see, you had a list, bro. Damn, we lost Twan. Yeah, Twan go bye bye mm-hmm. night night. Okay, so until he comes back, uh, Schoolboy <laughs> school Q's Habits and Contradictions, which I feel like was the game changer for him. Uh, yeah, that that was dropped yeah. in 2012. That was what turned him into schoolboy Q. Schoolboy Q. Yeah, agreed. Totally yeah. agreed. Uh, ja Rule made an attempt at a sequel album with Pain Is Love too, and everybody was like, "Nigga, go do a Firefest." So he did. I didn't listen Wait, to Pain Is Love one. You do an album? He did. 
He did it out. That's news to me. I'm finding out right now. No news to me. He did it out. Bond is back, I think. Uh, Nicki Minaj reloaded her Pink Friday and it was shooting blanks. Let's see. Um, did it die? Who? Tragic. <laughs> is it tragic? Because she's a fucking millionaire. Like, I want her tragic. I mean, touche. Touche. Apollo but Brown. Want, yeah. I'm just going to be real about this album. I have this album on vinyl. Apollo Brown and OC did trophies. Trophies has some of the best instrumentals ever. Apollo Brown Apollo and Brown. everybody is a good album, is what I'm telling you. But right I'm going to keep it 150 here. OC's was not the rapper that he should have had on that album. It should have been something. But he do a album with everybody, so I it's know. okay. I know. He did with Rathcast was good, and Rathcast isn't even close to my favorite rap. But Apollo Brown's production is just so good, dog. Um, Bob did Strange Clouds while he was acting like a strange nigga, and that's why he's a stranger now. (laughs) Barf. Good (laughs) riddance. Bob is Lupe Fiasco light to me. Currency did Stoned Immaculate, which is a definite slept on project. Also, I love the cover of the album. Agreed. Cover. I was just about to say the cover art is great. The dude sipping espresso. Yes. Um. Big Crit did Live from the Underground, which that which did not live up to our expectations after forever for never. No, day. it didn't. Or forever in the day. Yeah, it was sad. Um on the flip side, who was also touring with him around this time, Smoke Dizzy did Rubsy Thompson, and that shit was amazing. Rugby I mean, Thompson, Rugby Thompson, man, mixtape list. It's all mine. It's gonna be up in the top five probably. Yeah, that shit was amazing. Yeah. Oh, Master Fire. Ace came back and did Son of Yvonne, and that's actually a dope fucking album, dog. Yeah, it is. Yeah, M.A. Doom's um, Son of Yvonne is a dope project, especially if you're a Master Ace fan. Like, that shit was dope. Mm-hmm. I became one after that, because I didn't I really did listen too. to his stuff before that, man. That dude's nice. And for all of you Rick Ross fans, God Forgives I Don't came out that year. Have fun with that. It had some joints. It had, like, four really good four. joints, and then a bunch of crap. Is that Dice Pineapple on there? Yes. Yes, yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> Two Chains finally did an album based on a true story, and that was debuted true. at number one because Two Chains, Two Chains, Slaughterhouse. It had a, um, I'm different on it. It did. Um, still, still goes. Slaughterhouse yep. actually released the first the album they should have released the first time with Welcome to Our House, but it didn't. Uh, Actually, no, flip that. I think Welcome to Our House was actually trash, and Slaughterhouse's debut named album, Slaughterhouse, or self-named debut album, Slaughterhouse, was the good one. Either way, they didn't go I anywhere. I have to look at the tracklist on it. Because, yeah. Button. Uh, Sky Zoo's yeah. A Dream Deferred came out that year as well. Ooh, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis did The Heist that year? I hate that album. Ew. <laughs> you said, ooh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good. You said you came in with the energy of, oh man, that was slap. That's my jam. He was like, no, fuck that shit. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and good did good kid bad city that year as well. He sure as hell did. God, psycho. Are you back, nigga? Did we doing the recap of 2012 that you that you were supposed no, to drop the ball on? My power, my power just literally went off for real. You oh, had damn. your list and the whole power went out. On. I got the list right here. Shoo. It really was. I was talking to everybody. I mean, <laughs> I was, you know, here, here's the first thing I thought too. Not like, oh shit, my power went off a little bit. It's like, Brandon go say some shit. That was my first thing. Oh yes. You finna get clowns. You did. It's okay. Um, it. Yo, I don't fuck with the game like that, but Jesus Peace has some dope ass beats on it. <laughs> that album came out that year. Sure it does. So does the documentary beats. too. 
Yeah. Gabe has good production. He just be saying fuck nigga shit a lot. Now, while a lot of people like uh, Sir Lucius Left Foot, I actually like Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors more. And Big Boy's, that album came out that year. I fucked with that album a lot. That was album with him. He had a lot of a lot of Fantagram on it. A lot yeah, of yeah, that's why I fuck with it. I fuck it. with Fantagram heavy, like heavy, heavy. <laughs> Don't talk about Fantagram to me in a negative way. We gonna have problems. I know Fantagram great. Yeah. So let's do number seven. Um, I guess I'll start. I'll start number seven. And my number seven is it another choice needed to be made? Yeah. So this was this is where Schoolboy either makes the list or he doesn't. Uh, I can't do it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't make the list. It's um, it's gonna be Childish Gambino's because the internet. It's my number seven. I can't. I can't well, go one on this. That's a great choice. I can't do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sweatpants is like still every time that song comes on, I'd be like, I quit everything in life and I listen. What changed my opinion? Not my opinion. Like I didn't like it or some shit. But I listened to dissect about it and holy fucking shit, holy man! That nigga was on some next level shit with that dude. Dude, the the screenplay, the performance junks that he was doing around the whole radio, like every radio station junk. Like everything now, when you look back on it, like it was like when he was done, like how did I not see this? Right, this was happening. Can I go next? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, my number seven is because the internet by Childish Gambino. <laughs> 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 Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> the nigga put his hand up. Like I also would like to add to that. <laughs> All right, Tuan, what is your number seven? My number seven, this might be a little low for some of y'all, but my number seven is Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, I saw that coming. When you said it might be low for Excellent some of us, choice. I was like, it's going to be a yeah. good kid. The top, the top, the top is, very, is very high. Very top. Your top <laughs> is very top. rarefied air, my G. All right, Deidre, what is your number seven, ma'am? My number seven is uh, Freddie Gibbs' bandana. Yes. Woo! Bandana. Talk about it. Talk that talk. Yes, sir. <laughs> I fucking with that. So, we, so are we all in agreement that Bandana is better than Pinata? Or I think it is. I think it is personally. I think he fixed everything that that I had issues with with, with Pinata on Bandana. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. So I just oh, think it's sharper. But that right, that too. Like it's 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 really concise to me, right? Like it plays straight through smoothly yeah. the way it should. And Pinata has a has a couple of hiccups. So that's why I'm kind of like, uh, I can do without this track on Pinatas, but it's not a bad track. I could just do without it. Versus Bandana, mm-hmm. don't take none of my tracks from Bandana, bro. Like, all of them just right. fire. Don't take none mm-hmm. of my tracks. There's also an instrumental of that out on the streaming platforms. Yes, sir. Bandana. Oh. There's actually, both of them are. have, mm-hmm. have instrumentals. I think I have the instrumentals for Bandana on vinyl. I think I do. I think I do. I have to check. Nice. Let's see. So, 2013. Is this 2013 that we're talking about? Yes. It's going to be a strong year. All right, let's go. 2013 had ASAP Rocky's Long Live ASAP, which is a solid project. I mean, Goldie, fucking Problems, Wild for the Night. Like, it had some bangers on it. It just wasn't a perfect album for me. Pussy Money Weed, also good. Also, Ghetto Symphony with Gunplay. This nigga had the best rappers. At that time, on one song, all of them. Need, one train, baby. That was the future. That was supposed to be the future of hip hop. Right? What yeah. the he did fuck, a man? Cut with the entire future of hip hop. How yeah. in the hell? Like what the fuck? Crit, Yellow of Action Bronson, Kendrick, fucking 
Come on, man. Danny Brown. Shit was nasty. That that whole song is one train is nasty. It's it still nasty. Miss, yeah. Like, like a positive cut, the beat has to be I love positive that cuts. it keeps yes, that sir. it keeps knocking, but not enough that it's overpowering. Because like, you're gonna hear a lot of raps on it. So it needs to be solid, but yeah, not overbearing. Everybody everybody just got to just finesse their style. Everybody was different. Yeah, they all did their own style on the same track and it was distinguishable. You don't mix people up. Yes. There's no confusion. Exactly. Like that's Danny, that's Yellow Wolf, that's Crit. They don't rap about the same shit. They don't have the same <laughs> delivery. Like they don't have the same inflections. Nothing is the only thing that's the same is the beat. The beat is the only thing that's the same. They beat the shit out that beat. Like they get they gang jumped that beat. Into that's a cipher beat. That's like perfect for it. it. Kill that beat. Uh-huh. Honestly, like when I when I when I hear that song, I think about a bunch of niggas being crowded up in Rap City the basement. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they just threw a freestyle beat on. It's like go. <laughs> and, the whole and when you like, say Rap City the Basement, I got to talk about this. Cameron's one is the one. Still, That's the still best one. I was thinking about, dip, was thinking about diplomats. <laughs> don't Cameron you wish on the basement, that, uh, man. That's my favorite one of all time. Don't you wish that BET ciphers were anywhere near that good as One Train? Like uh, oh, the TDE near? one is the only one that's really like on that same tier. <sighs> the only one. Yeah, <laughs> that the TD, one was TD, incredible. TD came in there was like. We about to show y'all. We're gonna show y'all, all right? <laughs> I really we'll need show y'all. how it is properly. I will say that that one in the um the who the one with Action Bronson and Absol and Joey Badass. Okay, yeah, I'll go with that. I but just need y'all two, to get I think, these. The one the standouts. Yeah, because cause they mix people up too much. They'll put like one fire person. They they knew what they were doing. They knew nobody. They some of them rappers won't nobody gonna come see. I just need them to get yeah, out of right. here with like the R and B ciphers that they do with this shit now, like Brandy singing hum background tunes with raw voiceness. I don't need that. That's yeah, not a like, cipher. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That's Mac Wild's territory. It don't work unless you unless you about to go in there and, and sing some punchlines. Like the I, it just, it boy just is mine, but I'm Brandy and I'm rapping here at BET yeah, Cipher clapping. Like, like, shut up! <laughs> shut the fuck up! Y'all could have had a jam session. Shut the fuck up! Y'all, y'all could have did y'all own thing. Yeah, do a super jam like they do at uh, uh, the festival. I'd have loved to have some people hitting runs back and forth at each other. Let's see who can sing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> what they call that shit in uh, Pitch Perfect? Uh, runoff or something? Sure. <laughs> I just it was the that's the a dumb, riff off. That's what it was. A one riff of the off. dumbest yeah. things I've ever seen, dog. Action Bronson did sob stories that year, which still has the most offensive cover probably in twenty ten. It really is. It really time. is. Yeah, he was wilding, but that record is tight. Yeah, <laughs> Mac Miller went off, man. No, the song that he got still makes me sad every time I listen to the song. Is him Prodigy? There's him Prodigy and P. Sean P. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blood of the Goat, man. Damn. Run the Jewels did their first Sean album that year. Spitting on that shit. Um, Jay Z did Magna Carta Holy Grail that year, the Samsung deal. Underrated. I really like I that love album. Magna Carta People Holy Grail. really hate that album, and I remember liking it. I don't People get it. Basic as fuck. I don't get it. Go back it's and listen to production. our review of Magna Carta I Holy Grail. I think Jake Banner still makes me mad. Agreed. That's the one that should make you mad. If you can be upset about that album, be mad that we didn't get a whole song for people. It still makes me mad when I hear it. Uh, oh. J. Cole's Board Center came out that year as well. Um, <laughs> The snoring center. Mac Miller switched <laughs> up his whole game and introduced himself to all the black people in the room with watching movies with the sound off. Man. Still has one of the best J Electronical verses of all time, which is hilarious because it's not on his album that would come out eventually 10 years later on an album that's not living right, up to Alchemist with him and Action Bronson too, man. Oh, Red Dot Music? Yes. Yes, yes. sir. Dun, 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 dun. 
That fucking red dot beat is so fire, yeah. bro. I got that sample. It's so fire. God. It's in my Alchemist. Is Alchemist the best producer in hip hop right now? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 One of them. Yeah. He one of this them. Right. Alchemist is. Every time I cover there, it just said one of my favorite artists up there to listen to is just Alchemist. That's how much of his shit. <laughs> Alchemist is nice. Is Alchemist top five mm. all time? I would put up with that. I would put Alchemist up for that because he can run from main to mixtape to his own thing and it's flawless. And he's been doing it since, I mean, that nigga put out, what's the song he, the song he put out with? His first uh, album came out in like 96 or something, bro. He nigga like, put out a song with crazy. two girls from New York and um, Hold You Down. Like, that was like, what? We, I was the in twins? some shit when that came out. Like, we got <laughs> All right, we got to keep going. Um, ASAP Ferg's Trap Lord came out, which is, oh my God. Trap Lord's opening is still one of the best openings to an album. And if you've ever been to a fucking ASAP concert for Trap Lord, nigga, it's violent. <laughs> it is violent. When Shabba Rank comes on, oh my God. ASAP <laughs> uh, Ferg came out there. I'm, I'm going to be real. ASAP Ferg came out and made me forget about ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Bro, he did that for all of us. <laughs> He's the best yeah. one. He it's is the just best Just a one. fact. He yeah, Alchemist's yeah. first shit came out in 96, bro. Uh, Stally's Honest Cowboy came out that year. Uh, my Name Is My Name from Pusha Y came out that year. Uh, let's see. Black Milk. Pusha Y. That's rude. <laughs> Black Milk's No Poison, No Paradise came out that year. Dom Kennedy was on with, I wanted to put him on my list somewhere because Get Home Safely is so good. But he didn't make it. He just couldn't make the cut. I'm sorry. The yellow album. Couldn't do it, man. Yep. When we talk about mixtapes, though, we talk about mixtapes, my nigga. It's on. Marshall Listen. Marshall Mathers L Marshall Mathers with full rapidy rap rap garden on the LP two Eminem. Thank you. We didn't need that, but he did it. New. That was a must skip. Uh, that's where that whole shit that uh Dixon Samara be making fun of that nigga came from. It's pretty much that album. Oh, yeah. He was full. I'm giving you a bunch of corny ass punchlines on every song at that point. Hmm. When did he go from like doing these real cool internal rhymes while telling stories and stuff? And stuff was like, recovery was the last part. The Honestly, last time he recovery. Did Literally trying to be like, I'm trying to like show you. Y'all complicated. I can make a verse and then say nothing. Hey, he was no. like, "Look, look, guys, get it, get it, huh? You get it." That's his whole album since 2010 have been that. Hey, y'all, do y'all remember that rapper named Troy F? That was a thing. Absolutely, I did. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. It was a Twitter thing. I remember that. New York Troy niggas Ave. gotta stop, bro. Like they was actually bigging up this nigga. Like they tried to make this nigga a full thing, bro. <laughs> I God. put Troy Ave and Tory Lanez in the exact same box, personally. Uh, nigga, I thought they were the same person for a good while. <laughs> like, hey, I, yeah, I, right. I genuinely yeah. think of them the same. All right, let's get it moving. Number six. Hey, Twan, what was your number seven? My number seven was Good Kid. Yeah, my number six is Good Kid, Mad City. Got your back, nigga. Don't be putting Saba above <laughs> on high or low the list that I do. <laughs> number I, number six for Mike. What is what is what is yours, Mike? Uh, my number six is Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City. <laughs> this is where shit gets tight. Like, it's like, you know what your I, top three or four really gonna be. It's the I, bottom one that's hard really to do. Did. For me, it was. It was It was like, I know what four gonna be at the top. I don't know what I'm gonna do for 55 through 15, one. though. That's all I knew. I had five. I was like, I know I got a definite five. And yeah. the rest of them, all, <laughs> Good everybody luck, niggas. <laughs> what is number? So what is number six for you, Tawan? My number six is Jesus. Okay. 
This is gonna and be love it. It's love makes, to see it. Yes. Jesus, because first day, I'm I'm uh, I'm in it. It's the nastiest ass song ever. Bro. I love it. It also has some amazing remixes. Like a lot of EDM artists remix the shit out of it. They're all excellent. Are you talking about I'm in it? Yes. So great. Bound to Bound to is great, especially knowing that like Tyler was did Tyler make I like Tyler better, but mm -hmm. I think Tyler initially made the first beat. That's why I think the story is he made he made bound. That's why this is bound to or something like that. Uh, That's the story. I oh, I did not know that. That's incredible. Yeah. But do you know how mad I get now? You know how happy I was to hear them goddamn tribal drums and hear black skinhead. And now I yes. look at this nigga like <laughs> go out here and talk about Trump. Like, <laughs> like it almost made me, like, dog, it almost made me not like this. It was it's hard. It's hard for me to listen. I love this album. It's hard for me to listen to it because every time I hear black skinhead. I think about we about to go out there march. We about to go out there and do some Nat Turner shit. And now to see that nigga up there being like slavery <laughs> was a choice, shit pissed me off, man. Like, hey, uh, that's how you uh, get you. Deidre, what's your number six? <laughs> um, it is Mac Miller swimming. Swimming, okay. That jet fuel love is that a problem, album. dog. Jet fuel is such a problem. 2009 you know, damn near makes me cry every time I hear it. Somebody who was, you know, in the beginning, not a Mac Miller fan. Neither was I. Like, Neither you, was I. He got me with watching watching TV, watching movies with the sound off. He made me really go listen. Yeah, that was my but that was my change. And like, okay, Mac leveled up so much, man. Like, it's I know it's really so and, and he did it on purpose. Like, he there was a thing where he was talking about. Especially because, like, a lot of that frat boy rap was out at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was talking about. He's done interviews where he's like, he could go to colleges that never had a rapper there. He was like the first rapper, right? And he was like, it's so easy. Like, I was just getting stuff because I was white, All right? And it was so easy to do he that. Knows. And he was like, I didn't want to do that. <clears throat> and then he made a, a legit shift at like he did that for Blue Side Pro. Then he made a legit shift, and it was a great shift. Use your privilege was, for good. He used his privilege for good. That's all we ask for you, white people. Use your privilege, oh, for, privilege for good. Rest <laughs> peace, Mac. Man. All right. So, 2014 gave us. How is Kid? You know, I've been going through these lists, and Kid Ink's name pops up every year, and I don't know shit. This Why? nigga has done. Why? I can't name one song. I don't know. Is he West Coast or is he like? I don't know, man. Who? He probably who? New York. I don't know. Who? Wait, like, I'm about to look it up. Kid Ink. But um, that feels West Coast to me. Step like you hang with Tiger. This was the year that right, Alchemist and Evidence did uh, Step Brothers, Lord Steppington. This was the year of... He's from going. L.A. Well, of course. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think it's 34. What the fuck? This, so this was kind of tearing me up. Like, Schoolboy Q did Oxymoron this year, right? And Oxymoron would be great if it didn't have, like, three tracks on it that I could get rid of. And uh, also... Lost, lost Edges. But one of them, but also... Lost Awesome is terrible. Awesome. That's so terrible. <laughs> what, what 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 pisses me but off about Oxymoron? It's got Yay Yay on it though. If you get the right version, nigga, every version don't no. have Yay Yay on it. Every version have Yay. I know, but if you got the if deluxe, you got then you got Yay Yay on there though. No, yes, you it does. Get, you have to get. It does have Man of the Year, but you have to get the deluxe version from the right store. So if you got it from Target, cool. If you got it from Amazon, nope. 
Like, it, <laughs> but if you got it on iTunes, it got all of the tracks. So yeah, it's, if you it's were okay. like me and you just got it from the fucking internet, you got all the bonus tracks. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, you thinking back to 2013? You got to think about it in the context where you can get all the tracks digitally. It's okay. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you can't hurt you no this. more, Brandon. <laughs> I was like, fuck this bullshit. I need all of these songs on one album. I don't know why of we course. doing this. That different store is bullshit. I'm so glad that stores selling music stopped being a thing, kind of for that exact um, reason. Yeah. Uh, Black Mill did uh, Glitches in the Break that year, which was dope. That was a cool project. You did which one? Glitches in the Break. Hey, have I y'all... don't think I've ever heard that. Go check it out. Have y'all ever heard um, Sisyphus before? No. No. I know who the Greek person is, but who is that? Check like? out the group. So Sisyphus was... Um, they, uh, they Definitely they, not. They are... It's uh, Sujan Stevens and Ryan Lott did a project, like a, a album type, rapish type joint. It is. It was one of the most sought after vinyls of that year. Yeah, cover on it is dope too. So, um, YG tried to do his best Kendrick Lamar with "My Crazy Life." Oh, I did it. That album is great. I love "My Crazy Life." Like, if you want to listen to it, I didn't like it at first, story, but you and DJ talking about it made me go back and give it more listens. Oh, it was, now, it was Listen, there's a run in that joint. Between, I just want to party. It's my joint. There's a run in the album between like track seven and ten, where if you skip a track, it's something wrong with your head because all them songs <laughs> is fire. Like. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that was also the year that Fairmont did his PTSD. Nori tried to do an album. I don't know why. Future did an album called Honest, which is a lie. Iggy Azalea did an album called The New Classic. What shit is on there, and that song is just uncre- yeah. incredibly ignorant and great, and I love it. And I, the title track, Honest, is just as ignorant. Like, <laughs> Oh, isn't Move That Dope on Honest? Yeah. 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 Oh, come on, man. That's I mean, that's the best for, that's the best for, best for real first ever yes also um, casino being ignorant on there is great too i love it um i am sue if you ever got into i am sue this yeah. is kind of where they started sincerely yours was a dope project that year um sky zoo and tori finally teamed up they brought new york together and they did barrel brothers Barrel brothers baby. Barrel was <laughs> that shit that shit was full off marco polo went crazy on that album too. Yes. put on your, your bubble jacket your yes. <laughs> mm. uh, I sold it these days, and I took some vacation days because it was not good. That was so trash. <laughs> like what? Hey, Let's see. Oh, comment did nobody That's smiling, one. and I was like, nigga, nobody's listening. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. Is that the one he had that that fire song with the uh, Vince Staples though? Maybe that beat was fire too. Common and Vince Staples. I thought Vince Staples ain't like niggas from the nineties. <laughs> like it was a song. It's a, it a gospel sample too. Mm. Um, it was like no idea would have produced this because he worked with both of them. I think he was heavy on that project as well. Um, Dilated Peoples did Directors of Photography, which is a dope ass album. Plus, I'm also just a yo. Uh, what's the name of the song? Hallelujah with Fashion on that album is amazing. Yeah. Dolly people's actually slept on. Mm. Um, trying to see if there's anybody else I should mention because there's a lot of niggas uh, I'm skipping right now. You did 2014? 2014, yep. That was a. Oh, that's, I mean, it's a mixtape, but Vince Staples Hell Can Wait. Yep. That was the next one I was just looking at. That's that. my first introduction. Well, Logic did Under Pressure that year, too. I like Logic's first yeah. album a lot. Under Pressure is good. I Under, Logic Under has pressure. good albums, but man, he just, like, his rap, like, his actual lyricism. The, the the more money he got, the lazier he got, and thought he was doing some Un- shit. Under pressure, Prime came out in 2014. Also, Under okay. Pressure was good, and then the Incredible, the Incredible True Story. That's yes. a great album. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, that that's is. A, that's a great album. Let's see. Uh, um, uh, Childish Gambino put out Kawhi Stone Mountain. He as did. Well. And that was dope, too. Uh, let's see. Mick Jenkins put out The Water. I love that, John. I can't figure out if I like also Waves dope. or The Water better. Then, this is one that a lot of people sleep on. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of some people, when I talked to you, didn't like it. Uh, the, the, the Neruvian Doom album. Yep. No, a lot of people on the blogs or on the internet talked about that album that year. I kept seeing that Bishop, name everywhere. Bishop Nehru as like first came out when he was like he was I think he was fifteen or sixteen in the mixtape. Yeah, it was he was very young. And then yeah. the Aruvian Doom jump he's with Doom, he's eighteen at that time and just I thought he was seventeen, but there you go. He might have yeah, he might have seventeen to eighteen, but he was like spitting like and to get that respect from Doom and like it's a good album. You know what else happened in twenty fourteen? J. Cole dangled his fucking shoes off of a rooftop in 2014. (laughs) With no features. (laughs) So that was great. No features. No features. It went platinum, by the way. I don't know if you guys Um, heard that or not. Crick did Catalactica, which should have been his debut album over Live from the Underground. Catalactica would have done better for his career if that had been his first album. Did uh, Ghostface Killer have 36 seasons? Yep, he did. Yes. <laughs> Dope mm-hmm. coverage, bro. If you like comic books, like, literally go listen to the album because it's yep. literally just one long ass origin story. <laughs> All right, bro. Number five. And, right. uh, Twan, what was your number six? Jesus. My number five. You're now listening to the Where's My 40 Acres podcast, baby, with your host, Phenom Black, Miss Music Lover, Twan Burgundy, and Silent X. This podcast ain't free. Well, maybe it is, but you better listen, nigga.